Hey folks, a few weeks ago, my wife and I attended a small group meeting at our church, our new church. We were studying Proverbs 12. The Proverbs is a Bible book that's full of concrete, simple, indisputable wisdom. What I like about it is the wisdom is offered in small bite-sized verses. This makes it a good book to study with a mixed group of older and younger folks, an intra-generational kind of group. Studying Proverbs can lull you to sleep though. Now, let me explain. It's not that it's boring. It's easy to interpret most Proverbs as describing what a good person does, versus what a bad person does, as if we're always comparing two different people. And we, the Christian folk, do the good thing. And the rest of the world, they do those bad things. No, no. Most Proverbs describe two distinct pathways that we as individuals have the opportunity to choose. Bear the fruit of that choice, the consequences are a little bit of both. Now these are the proverbs that make me pause, consider, and wrestle to unpack the additional layers of wisdom and insight that will challenge me to grow. These are the ones that make you say, they make you quiet, but in a good way. Now our small group meetings kind of flow like this. We take turns reading each verse. Then after the reading concludes, members interject their thoughts through streams of consciousness. Now I think I was assigned to read Proverbs 12, 23. And I think my wife read Proverbs 12, 24. Now, 1224 says, the diligent person will rule, but the slothful or lazy will become a slave. Proverbs 1223 reads, the shrewd person conceals knowledge, but foolish people publicize folly or their foolishness. Now, once we read these two verses, I zoned out and I missed the remaining reading and discussion. I'm off on my daydream tangent, jumping down rabbit holes because those two kind of hit me. It's for the best because any contribution that I would make to our discussion would have to wait and come at a later time. I had some wrestling to do first. There's the first wrestling match with Proverbs 12, 24, which again says the diligent person will rule, but the slothful or lazy will become a slave. Now the beauty of scripture is that you can study the same verse at two different times and get deeper, sometimes totally different understanding because we're not the same today as we were yesterday. 
Now, there's lots in the Bible that I've never encountered as much as I read it. So I admit that this was my first time ever seeing Proverbs 12, 24. However, I consider myself to be kind of at life's crossroads now. So this was a good time for my introduction. Because when the student is ready, the teacher will teach. <laughs> Look, y'all, I'm a diligent kind of cat. And the entire room agrees with that notion. The word diligent means persevering, especially in detail or exactness. That's me. Now, there are many doubtful days, though, where I don't feel like I'm the ruler of too much of anything. I see lots of lazy folks ruling the contracts that I bid on, publishing the magazines that I try to write for, awarding the fellowships that I try to apply for. My first name, though, Derek, means ruler or leader of his people. Now, folks, this is a daily reminder of my destiny. And my current situation is not my destiny. Now, leaving here where I am, getting there where I'm supposed to be, is a continuous function of belief, strategy, and execution. Here's what I believe. I already rule and reign through my diligence. I rule and reign my essence. That is the core of who I am and my function. That's what I do with these and this. Now my diligence makes me the best me that there will ever be. Now I have permission to be me, to do me. And I'm a me with a special set of skills acquired over a long career that have helped me build and chase my dreams. Now here's the balance though. I have the permission to be me, but man, it costs to be the boss. Opportunities are often disguised as work. Now that work is often done at the request of lazy folks who control lots of opportunities. And some of that control is unmerited, let me just say. Unfortunately, we don't live in a meritocracy. And that's a society that empowers the intellectual. That's, that's not what this is. Now, that sounds like bad news, but that sounds like good news. That's bad news if you think with your eyes. Because y'all, I'm tired of being exploited. Marginalized, call it what it is. I'm targeted with passive aggression, 
or microaggression is, is what we call it now, by folks who want to keep me and this intellect in my place. Now this is good news, though, if you keep your eyes on the prize. Yes, there are people who control resources and opportunities with no real understanding of what they possess. Yes, there are people who view other people as resources under their strict and total control. They view them as their subjects. Then yes, they intentionally undermine, control, and marginalize their human resources, their subjects. Guess what? One, two, maybe even a few of these folks will bring you in and provide you an opportunity to do their work, especially if they think you can do it. Now, if you know who you are and you don't view yourself as their employee or subject, Rather, you're the consultant. You'll be connected for a brief moment in time to provide a solution and to be handsomely compensated for said solution. Rinse and repeat. You gotta remember though, this arrangement is for a limited time only. Do not become comfortable with corporate welfare. This leads to spiritual warfare. This leads to a perhaps more comfortable but equally heinous form of slavery. One with unspoken, invisible mental and financial chains, some of which are self-inflicted. So you got to believe in who you are. You got to believe in what you do. And you got to build strategies that assume full responsibility for inputs like management, marketing, problem solving, finance, and the outputs, those are products and deliverables. Explain what you can do and what you've done to those who need things done. Do what you do with splendor and excellence. Keep your game tight. Get your money right. And remember that the customer is always right. So, young blood, choose your customers carefully. Give the customer what the customer requires, but do not become dependent on their comfort, approval, sponsorship, and permission. Because this kind of dependence begets a laziness that will make you a slave to their desires and your own. Independence and autonomy will make you free to be and do you. Be prepared to pay for that independence, autonomy, and freedom, though. Now, you remember earlier when I mentioned that most proverbs describe two distinct pathways that individuals have the opportunity to choose and bear the fruit, the consequences, or some of both? 
I hope I've illustrated the diligent, purposeful, difficult pathway that makes me the ruler and the lazy, ambitious, and comfortable one that can make me the slave. Count the costs and commit to your choice. Say like.